it's fine uh hello and welcome back to the real horror show podcast we're we're doing fine where we're here just fine we came back with our first mini show of the year pumped and excited and then life just happened oh god it just it just hit us head on like a semi-truck i finally got covid um you got it. Yeah, you did get it. Yeah. Okay. That was yep. that was the reason we skipped yep. one week and then you had a family emergency last week. Yep. So, <laughs> so it um, just kept coming. And now I'm sick with a cold, I hope. There's no such thing as a cold. It's all COVID. I know. I wonder what kind of COVID this one is. <laughs> but, um, it's COVID Kraken 2.0. Uh, I, I will say um, when I had my cold slash laryngitis the week before Christmas. Yeah. Um, that I felt significantly worse than when I had COVID, but oh. that might've been because I was still <laughs> working when I had laryngitis and yes. I, a cold yeah. with COVID. <laughs> I got like, obviously they don't want you coming into work. Some companies are assholes who make you come into work, but I, I don't think I could have. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so you're you're at home. You're like be able to sleep all day. And then you can just take oh, yeah. medicine when you wake up. Monday. So my symptoms started Sunday yeah. morning. I woke up with a sore throat. I tested immediately. It was <laughs> negative, and I'm like, okay, it's probably just weird pressure in the atmosphere or something. Because yeah. this winter's been fucking crazy. Fifty degrees one day, twenty <laughs> degrees the next day. That's gonna fuck up your sinuses. <laughs> Yes. no matter what definitely and so we went thrifting to see if we could find anything for the wedding and we did we found two silver platters for a dollar each amazing that's so I know. awesome that's like an amazing find just it on is. a regular day it is that's really awesome um <laughs> and we stopped off at sheets to get me a powerade because i thought maybe i'm just dehydrated <laughs> and that's why my yeah. head feels spinny and <laughs> yeah. that's when the, that's when the chills started oh fuck and we the get fever. home and I'm so cold and oh David denies this but he thought I was just being dramatic when I was like can I have both blankets Aww. please and so after like an hour of not being able to warm up mm. uh he looks over at me and is like where's the thermometer where's the yeah, thermometer you, you look really pale yeah. Like, oh, it's in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, David. Where else is the thermometer? <laughs> well, it does. It does tend to move around whenever oh, either it? of us is sick. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's where it's supposed to be. Sometimes it's yeah. in the living room. Sometimes it's in the dish drainer because we washed it. Yeah, uh, that's perfect. Perfect. So it moves around. We're not. We're not um, organized people. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm not the organized person. No problem. But. But it was the bathroom this time, so that's excellent. Yeah, because I think I did take my temperature right when we got home, and it was normal. But normal. again, we had just gotten home, so it was probably just cold from being outside. Yeah. And my temperature was 101 <laughs> degrees. Jesus. Oh, yeah. So we test. I tested again. Still negative. Dude, it's those at-home tests. I'm, I swear. Mm-hmm. They're so <laughs> I made the decision. I'll I'll sleep through the night and if I still have a fever in the morning that's when I'll call out of work and yeah. so that's what happened my fever was still 100 in the morning um, slept pretty much all day Monday off and on yeah took my final test I was like okay 
Um, my fever hasn't broken at all. I'll yeah. take one more test. Mm-hmm. And that was the positive one. It was positive. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I did work from home. I was able to get some work done that yeah. week because each day I gradually felt better. And mm-hmm. Thursday, I thought I'd be able to record because it was the, it was the false day of feeling better. Yes. There's always that one day where you're like, oh, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. I'm going to do all these other things in the next day. <laughs> you're yeah. back to right. Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my week with COVID. It was, it was fun. Kind of, I kind of miss working from home. Oh yeah. When I had COVID and I worked from home a little bit, I was like, this is nice. (laughs) Uh, I can work home when I, right. Like I can work from home when I want to, but I just like, I don't, if I don't need to, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, um, it, it passed pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but I agree, like right now, like, you know how you said that your laryngitis, it was like much worse because you're going to work mm-hmm. and felt crappy. Like this is much worse than COVID because I didn't cough one time during COVID. Like <laughs> I didn't go to work and it's like a lingering annoyance. And I know I'm annoying people when I cough at, Like I'm by myself in my office. So I'm not like coughing on people, but like, it's super loud. So I know that it's like disturbing people. Mm-hmm every few moments so yeah yeah <laughs> um I I have had like a, a sort of lingering sore throat but um that's like been it yeah um right now yeah well I don't have it right now but like <laughs> okay <laughs> I persisted up until probably a couple days ago not like super sore I can't swallow anything but just yeah. mildly annoying sore so are you saying that would that's like the remnants of the COVID? I feel like it is. Okay. Um, yeah. Because yeah. some friends who have had it this past <laughs> winter um have said that their lingering effects have been oh, a sore throat just kind of hanging on and a persistent cough like a week or two later. Yeah. You know, the pers- the persistent one that I had from COVID, it was like a congested stuffy nose that mm-hmm. I could not blow my nose. Mm. And that lasted forever and I, I I'd rather have a sore throat because yeah. at least I'd be able to breathe yeah. through my mouth and my nose yeah <laughs> I know? want to be able to breathe that's all I ask for <laughs> I know. it's like you have a cough occasionally or like go like <clears throat> or take a cough drop mm-hmm. but breathing is good to sleep because then when you're sleeping it's it's fine but yeah oh god that was it, the worst <laughs> the most pitiful I was yeah um that whole week was when I woke up Monday morning after the fever because I did not sleep well with yeah. the fever. Um, you know how when you have one, you're cold, so you keep like kicking your legs to try and generate body yes. warmth. Yeah. So I I was having this dream that lasted all night that kept waking Aww. me up. We I was digging a tunnel. I had to dig a tunnel, and then I wasn't working fast enough, so they jabbed me with a stick, and jabbing <gasps> me with a stick woke me up. And- oh no. <laughs> Oh, Sam. Um, Do you think that was like you had like some like muscle pain or like stuff like that from the fever? I, I might have. Like I aches? think I, I was a little sore occasionally. Um, but yes. I woke up when David woke up, took my temperature, and I was just so pitiful. I said, Could you just stay home today? <gasps> oh, but did he stay? No, but he was- came back home on his uh lunch break to bring me stuff. Oh, that's good brought me my power aids and my yeah. goldfish crackers yeah that's good 
and we were out of soup so that was the main thing I needed oh, him to do absolutely. for me was just all the all the basic yeah. stuff yeah so he came <laughs> he had to go into work and but he came yeah. home on his lunch to spend it with me make sure yeah. I wasn't dying yeah. yeah yeah that's great um yeah when I when I had COVID Luke was able to take off a couple days um to stay home with me only because I would I would wake up in the morning I would wake up at like between nine or ten with him mm-hmm. and I would go downstairs get tired from going down the stairs go back upstairs and sleep for the rest of the day it was yep. insane insane but that he was... had to that's why he had to come home and like he had to take care of the cats and so he had to stay home with me because I was literally sleeping all day yeah that was absurd essentially what my Monday with COVID looked like is I got up with David did everything I needed to to let my boss know (laughs) I have a fever uh so far COVID test is negative all that I'm surprised it was coherent with how I felt (laughs) that morning um David left made sure I didn't need anything and I just fell back over and Mm -hmm. um well actually I stripped out of my clothes because I was clammy all night yeah the sweaty yeah absolutely so I did I that and then I <laughs> I fell over and slept until 11 yeah um made my way to the kitchen ate our last can of soup mm-hmm. slept some more until yeah. David got home with more soup mm-hmm. hung out with him slept some more slept yeah yeah so it Absurd. was it was fun um but we were we we're lucky enough to keep isolated. You know else who was pretty isolated? Oh yeah, you know who else is? If you know, <laughs> I'm so, can I make my brain do a segue? You know, you know what? How it's easy to isolate a child? Disappear. Yeah, just fucking disappear. <laughs> Which coincidentally is um, so what we're discussing with the movie we watched this week. This week, um, yeah. Can't officially announce Skinamarink. Skinamarink. Which um let's address yeah. <laughs> let's address the elephant in the room. Um so I this movie went Skinamarink once. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. This movie went viral on TikTok a few months ago, late late 2022. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, we're in 2023. Now I got confused. Yeah. I forgot what year we were in for. I second. thought it came out this year. I was confused because so, it said 2022, and I was like, whoa. Okay. Yes. <laughs> And no. So okay. um, what happened was Skinamarink um, started premiering at film festivals in summer 2022. And some of these film festivals included um, festivals that offered at home viewings. Mm-hmm. And okay. some of one, at least one of the platforms had a glitch where people were able to download the movies at that festival. Ooh, oops. <laughs> so because of that, they were able to upload Skinamarink onto a bunch of sketchy movie websites that we've occasionally used to watch yes. a movie or two. Yes, thank you for existing. We appreciate we, you. We've got um, a job to do. <laughs> so this movie went super viral because, and I understand why, it's very weird. It's very different. It's very eerie. Yeah. Um, So it became one of those new, this is the scariest movie uh, (laughs) available online right now. (laughs) And I think it helped that you could only access it through sketchy websites until um, Skinner Rink was finally acquired for theatrical release um, in the United Mm -hmm. States and Canada by IFC Midnight. Mm -hmm. And it will release on streaming February 2nd which is next week if I get this episode uploaded on time 
or today if I don't get it on time (laughs) dude so yeah we'll hit it right on there that's awesome I know I was so worried that we were going to be late to the party because it did have its theatrical release limited theatrical release yeah while I had COVID yeah it's still playing in like random theaters I I keep Mm -hmm. when I look it up at the show times will come up yeah this movie was made on a budget of fifteen thousand dollars and because of the viral success and Shudder and IFC Midnight somehow fucking managing to get all the illegal streaming (laughs) sites um, to remove, it has made $1.5 million at the box office. Yeah, that's a great turnaround for such a very small I know. So. So, wow. Like, I understand, like, how stressful it must have been for your movie to, (laughs) within early stages of its, um, life to be available illegally already but it was also probably the best thing that could have happened for this movie oh yeah absolutely i think so too had that Mm -hmm. not happened i don't think they would have gotten the big theatrical release that it has had which it's not a huge theatrical release it's not playing at my local regal but it's playing at the one that's like 40 miles up the road (laughs) so (laughs) I consider that wide enough that at least one of my theaters yeah has <laughs> nearby, it. the most nearby um, theater yeah but yeah <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very happy for this movie because it is a fucking weird movie yeah it is very different and I don't think and weird <laughs> in any other circumstance it would have made 1.5 million dollars I completely agree I think that's fine to say. I'm sure um, the director, writer, Kyle Edward Ball, I'm sure he wasn't expecting this to happen. I saw he closed his DMs on Twitter last week because he was just starting to get overwhelmed by all the messages he was getting. Wow. Yeah. Um, Wow. So I'm super happy for him. He used to, he probably still does. He has a YouTube channel where he would upload videos that recreated people's nightmares that they would comment on his videos really that's where the plot the idea for skin of a rink comes from it was originally a short film called heck that he (laughs) developed into skin of a rink wow Um, and it is a kind of a compilation of all the similar tropes he has seen in Mm -hmm. people's nightmares like the Mm -hmm. isolation not being Mm -hmm. able to escape um Mm. your parents are gone just and so that's what he did well that sounds his youtube videos are probably very scary probably um wow i I should look up the short film and watch it because while getting into our review since this movie is not structured like a normal movie we're not gonna follow our normal structure of acting plot production um it all just kind of melts together (laughs) yeah we just talk about like beginning middle end yeah sort of (laughs) because um watching this yeah the biggest complaint i had and that david had who was watching it kind of with me interesting okay cool it was um (laughs) when it was scary it was done very well however there are very long gaps of nothing that is also my complaint too long it's too long in general Mm mm-hmm one hour and 40 minutes um, i saw that did you notice that <laughs> i saw 140 and i was like oh, i, was like, I don't know how i feel about that based on the screenshots i've seen 
Right. Yeah. But then it was like, I really was expecting something to really be very eerie because mm-hmm. of how the screenshots looked. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was mostly like uh, nothing. <laughs> I mean, not nothing, but yeah. like. No, um, I, I agree. Very dark. <laughs> I have I have a lot of positive things to say about this movie. Also, okay. And like my biggest complaint is the nothingness and, um, you know, some of the dialogue is hard to see, but all of dialogue is hard to see. The dialogue is hard. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to hear. And also to sometimes that you can't see it because there's subtitles sometimes, but not other times. So I was like, yeah, but um that, that, that was a deliberate choice on the part of the director. So knowing that I'm willing to forgive okay yeah sometimes inaudible dialogue is he wanted you know sometimes you can understand it but other times you can't and that was all supposed to feed into this feeling that you are in a nightmare yes yes and in that regard I think um Kyle achieved his goal of putting a nightmare on film yeah but saying that I don't and David agreed with me (laughs) is when I'm having a nightmare there aren't these long quiet moments (laughs) it's usually bam 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 yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is just a a dream that's scary sometimes yeah but fine other times because it's mostly cartoons (laughs) Uh, and I want to point out skin (laughs) marink Um, comes from the song Skidamarinky Dinky Doo is Skidamarinky D. Is that what that is? Yeah. But um, he deliberately misspelled it so that kids wouldn't accidentally find it on YouTube or Google, which I think is very thoughtful. Oh, it's spelled wrong. Yeah, he deliberately spelled it different than how it's spelled in the song where the title comes from so kids wouldn't accidentally find it, which is is very... Skinny Marink with an I. It's Skitty Marink. Oh, like, Skitty. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So Interesting. tell me your thoughts on the movie. All right. Well, this is good because I'll go first because I mostly have negative things to say, but oh. then we can balance it with your really? positives. I, I was, I was gen- genuinely curious whether you would love or hate this movie because I saw Tim. Yeah. He yeah. said he loved it. I oh, really like, I wonder gonna love it then yeah you guys yeah. do have similar tastes in movies we do we do um but interesting I, that. <laughs> I, I do think he saw it in theaters and I'm wondering if the experience in theaters is different oh I'm sure it is but he actually <laughs> he confided in me that he um there's a moment when he like nodded off during the movie oh I think <laughs> like woke up during like oh, one of the jump scares <laughs> maybe that's why he liked it <laughs> right so much. but um i watched it on my computer so it was different but um and you know, okay. i'm gonna say that is the appropriate yeah. way to watch this movie i'm glad they got a theatrical <laughs> release but the vibes of this movie are very much a weird thing you found on 4chan in 2008 right <laughs> yeah i think so too so i think that you should be watching it um, on your computer in the dark. Ooh, yeah. Um, I watched it on my computer in the light, but in the night, but the light was on. So, um, and I was like texting and stuff. So <laughs> it was, that wasn't helpful, but <clears throat> I was trying to pay attention, but 
but I quickly caught on to like the rhythm of the movie Mm -hmm. and I was I was pretty excited because I was like okay this is gonna be very creepy but what's difficult and this is a disclaimer for anyone who like can't see good or like can't hear well Mm -hmm. um so like people maybe with hearing aids that need to have the subtitles on like it's not going to work out for you um, because you won't hear half of what's being said I had to crank my volume most of the time yeah so did I um Um, and I I was I was worried about doing that because I (laughs) I think this this movie is intentionally very quiet but there's going to be a moment yeah that I'm gonna piss myself three three loud ones because then I was like well when's that gonna happen so I would turn it up when they were talking and then I just like turn it back down in preparation for maybe a jump scare soon but anyway um so the one thing okay a couple things um and then I'll let Sam go it was a bit too long um I think the beginning was a little bit um too short because the beginning we do have a little bit of the um like a exposition where we do have the parent there uh the mom is kind of like absent mm-hmm. um and uh we do get like the idea that the kid is sleepwalking and he hit his head so at first I thought that the kid was actually in a coma nightmare or something you know what I mean mm-hmm. something like that I kept like coming up with these weird theories because I didn't realize it was simply just him recreating a nightmare and that's it yeah. I thought there was more to it so I came up with like all these theories and I'll tell you about them in a second. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the camera angles, uh, there were many and they were interesting and they were creepy, but not much creepy-ness uh, came out of them. Um, you know, like into the dark corners and things like that, nothing really emerged. So um, the only scary parts we had were the jump scares um, and the jump scares were merely loud sounds coupled with maybe a scary image if you find that personally frightening and it depends like do you find kids cartoons creepy or not so that really depends for me it wasn't but for other people I'm sure they thought that was creepy but most of the movies cartoons Mm -hmm. um kids toys is that creepy I'm sure this person thought that A lot of people think that kids' toys are creepy, but sometimes in this context, they're not really coming to life in the way that I thought they might, which would be terrifying. So nothing's happening there, um, except for like the that little car thing that did a noise. Um, and that was creepy. But uh, other than that, it was... Um, it was just very vague. I understand at the end there was like the the demon monster noise. Um, the, I don't know why it made the toilet go away. Um, I don't know how the daughter died. I thought they were two sons, honestly, because you could you don't see anyone's head. Mm-hmm. Not really. I thought it was two boys, um, but it was a boy and a girl. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know why this kid decided it was okay to put the knife in his eye. I don't know. I don't know how these kids were able to reach the light switches. They were four. Um, so very small. <laughs> so <I'm> just, <laughs> um, these kids, if their if their parents disappeared, I think very shortly after one day with their parents gone, they would be distraught the whole mm-hmm. time. And so they just didn't seem to care. Um, they were having fun playing with their toys and watching cartoons for like days. 
Mm-hmm. So there were there was no tension built because the kids weren't afraid. Um, so those are all my comments, I think, summarized. Yeah. Um, I did sit through the whole thing. Um, the ending was interesting. I thought that it might be a metaphor for a abusive parent and the dad was actually the demon monster. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So I, I think so. there's a lot of <laughs> theories you could pull from this movie because it is so vague and because it is intended to be a nightmare on the screen you know your nightmares and your dreams are kind of manifestations of what's happening in your life yeah so maybe however you interpret the relations (laughs) and the demon um is are are your own like fears and things yeah which is an interesting way to read it. The most positive thing I have to say is that it's such a uniquely filmed and written movie. There's only five, like 500 words of dialogue throughout the entire thing. Oh, wow. Um, and he, the director, film crew, they borrowed all of their equipment from the University of Alberta, I think. Oh, I think I did see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So... The fact that they made this for $15,000 and have made $1.5 million back on such a weird concept (laughs) is so impressive. And that is something to be proud about. And I get why people either love this movie or hate this movie. Yeah. Um, I was talking with David, not that I would ever partake in the use of drugs. Um, I'm (laughs) a lady. A lady, (laughs) yes. I was talking with David about whether or not he thought the movie would be scarier had we been high. Uh And I think I think it would be. I think this might be a really good horror movie to watch stoned because the long gaps of nothing that we're complaining about sober Mm -hmm. might build up some paranoia if you're under the influence. So do you think we fall asleep still? that that's my only hesitation saying that <laughs> is yeah. I don't it's like it, it would either help with the mm-hmm. paranoia so like when the big scares happen it's super scary or mm-hmm. or not <laughs> nice. yeah well you'll have to look on reddit or something yeah I should I should investigate somewhat yeah on reddit. definitely um, <laughs> I thought the kid actors were good I liked them a lot because they really were just kids. I agree with you yeah. that maybe they would start getting more distraught because one, I guess it is a nightmare. So when you're dreaming, you're not really thinking of food, but. Oh yeah. Or potty. <laughs> Unless yeah, you or, or I guess they potty. did use the potty. So you think there'd be more. Um, we can't use had, the stove talk and stuff like that. How did they know to use a bucket as a four-year-old? Do you know that? I think the sister is a little older than the brother okay. okay maybe yeah um but not by much I would say the brother's like four and she's maybe six. Oh, okay but you're right I would I would assume <laughs> they would use like the bathtub or something first or before. like they have a little diaper I don't know <laughs> four-year-olds are not still in diapers no diapers okay <laughs> We're not parents, but I know, I, I know, know four-year-olds are out of diapers usually. Usually they'd go potty on the body. Yeah. 
um where they found the bucket or knew where to find a bucket i don't right. know right yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> they had two buckets yeah there's the one for pee one for poo poo i um, guess to answer your question about what happened to the sister yeah. um we did have that jump scare where we see her without eyes and a mouth yeah um, what happened before that she, she was asking for her parents and the demon didn't like that so he punished her and i guess um she yeah. just disappeared after that <laughs> yeah i know after that there was just one we had these moments like after she went to go find their mom and had that conversation with the mom mm-hmm. um oh, she yeah, went back under to the, the bed but there's nothing there yeah she went she went back to the living room knowing that something weird was in the house and asked the baby brother to help push the couch which though that was one of the most unrealistic things in this movie is how light is that couch that a six and a four-year-old could push it oh dude i could barely push my armchair (laughs) my couch maybe i'm just fucking weak as hell but dude i can't do my couch by myself yeah those are heavy yeah um but yes. I I think the kids overall were very good. They, and I think they did well. Yeah. And I think it's because they were just being kids. They weren't being um bogged down with a shit ton of like plot expo- <laughs> yeah. like um, They don't know. So they they were just being kids and talking the way kids talked. And I appreciated mm-hmm. that. They weren't being like, oh well, I think it's an evil monster. They, right. they they were just existing they were just doing what they knew best which was to watch an endless amount of cartoons which got old for me fast yeah, i know the same um because um, i yeah. i can't really figure out how the cartoons tie into the plot of the movie um yeah i don't know if they're supposed to like somehow coincide with what's happening in their lives or if they're just right nonsensical yeah that's a good point um it uh it also seems like well in the beginning it says that like any cartoons that were used are like from the public domain so they didn't have to credit it mm-hmm. so that's why they were showing them but uh there's like creepy cartoons too yeah you know what i mean so i don't know um the ones that they were showing did not creep me out that much maybe other yeah. people did but they're like disturbing ones you know yeah. i feel like um, well cool. you know so some yeah. horror critic who's better than us has probably already done all the research and is putting up their video essay as Damn. we speak to let us know <laughs> yeah. it was this cartoon released in this time and oh, yes. uh the cartoonist was actually uh, a serial killer and that's oh god yeah there was, we go you know something like that that yeah theoretically i should do but I just want to talk about movies as a person would watch them and not a Mm -hmm. horror aficionado. Yeah, not a huge... Um, I thought the (laughs) special effects that were used in the movie were very impressive for $15,000. Yeah, Um, would you say it's the... What what specific ones stood out to you? Because I'm trying to think back. Towards the end, when we're looking at that hallway with the pile of toys, oh, yeah. and it keeps stretching mm-hmm. farther and farther away. An endless I, hallway. Yeah, yeah, the endless hallway I thought was super impressive. And the thing that everybody's talking about scaring the shit out of them, the the phone and its face changing like that. I thought oh, was like very- the little toy? Yeah. 
the toy thing. Is that what is that? Is that like a little vacuum cleaner? Or no, like it's a, a it's a little phone. Uh, oh, David, a phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David said he had it. Uh, what you're supposed to pick up um, is after the little boy calls the police, the demon changes the real phone into that phone. Oh shit! I thought that was just a, another toy. <laughs> no, that's Damn. apparently what happened. Uh, I had to read uh, along with the Wikipedia plot as I watched. Oh, I was about to do that too. I should have did that too. Oh, wait. Right here, as I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, the cartoons seen on the television in Skinnamarink are in the public domain, including Max Flusher's 1936 Somewhere in Dreamland, Oob oh. Erwick's Balloon Land, and the 1939 Mary Melody's Presto Changeo. So I do think they put some thought into the cartoons they they, being shown. Yeah, they had a purpose but like whether or not it was scary or not they had some type of a similar theme mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it was chosen it into the toy phone and he said yeah. did you do that <laughs> yeah. and I, I i like i like your theory that maybe it is a coma dream that they're having that the, that the little boy is having do you think i mean it was just a quick thought because i was like okay sleepwalked he hit his head and then in his dream he said he doesn't need stitches but maybe he's like actually stuck in a coma yeah or like i don't know ball has put a lot of thought into this movie for a first time feature that even the public domain cartoons they got have the theme of being in dreams and magic happening and the thought of you know sometimes when you're in a dream you're not you can't really hear things people aren't talking clearly so that scene at the beginning where the boy is sleepwalking and hits his head mm-hmm. I, I that had to be intentional to set up that this is some sort of dream some sort of nightmare so I think you could draw that conclusion okay yeah like he just can't wake up uh-huh. something wrong and uh that's when all the things change and stuff disappears stuff goes yeah. on the ceiling and the walls um yeah so um <clears throat> What else do we have? What what else? Um, any other points you want to make? I'm trying to think, we touched on the production value yeah. when David, when David, <laughs> when I first asked David to download this movie, yeah, um, he looked at the screenshots and he was like, "Is this the movie you want me to get?" And I was like, "Yeah, that is." Yes. And he's like, "Yep, these screenshots look like shit." Yep. And then and then when we finished, he said, I regret downloading this in 1080p. Oh, dude, do you think that I I feel like it was so like sharp that mm-hmm. could see less yeah. of what was happening? Uh, oh, I mean man. I don't okay. have a lot else to say. I I liked it for what it was. Do I have an impulse to go watch it again? No. No. But I get <laughs> why some people find this movie so unsettling yeah i would be interested to see what luke's thoughts on this are Mm -hmm. um because when i was looking at reviews it is completely split some Mm -hmm. people really love it and they were like very upset by it and other people Mm -hmm. um did not enjoy it because of certain like things that i said and other things as well so yeah. yeah What does that mean for the individuals watching? Yeah, so I I think that's also really cool that this is so split and that it really is an individual experience for each person watching it. Like, 
so many movies don't accomplish that. Yeah, exactly. Like there must be something that someone maybe in their past or in their childhood, they experienced something similar and it it brought something back, you know, Mm -hmm. a little bit. And so they're like, oh shit, I did not want to see that again. And I tried to bury it and it's here. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think overall, Kyle Ball achieved his goal Oh, I think of so putting too. a nightmare on the screen. And that is very impressive for a first time filmmaker. It is. Yes, absolutely. And I think I would, I would think I would prefer his YouTube videos and they, mm-hmm. they, cause I love creepy YouTube stuff. Yeah. So that sounds like we'll have to look into that. So <laughs> for that reason, I will say, ah, uh, yeah, that fucked me up. Um, if you're a <laughs> yeah. horror fan, I do think you should watch this because it really is an individual experience. I liked it (laughs) enough. Maybe I'm the only person that's actually middle of the road on it. Oh yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) No, there, I feel like there's like maybe one other middle of the roader I saw, but no, it's so split. It's so split. I mean, it Um, has stuck with me these last couple of days. I have thought about it a lot. So I I think about it too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But if you are a horror fan, I do say you should absolutely watch this. Yeah, give it one watch because don't read. I mean, you could read the reviews, but like, don't trust the reviews that are like one star or five star. Like, you need to give it a chance, but mm-hmm. make sure that you are paying attention and yeah, see see what you like. Um, I watched it by myself, so I and then I went to bed, so I like <laughs> stayed up to read a little bit because I was like, what if I like have a scary thought later <laughs> about the scary <laughs> toys? But that didn't, but I still had that thought. Like, what if mm-hmm. I have like a scary thought? I'll and then Luke's yeah. away too. Yeah. So I watched it. I, I had like the perfect combination of like at home elements. Watched on my computer at home by myself alone at night, then went to sleep by myself because yeah. my husband's not home. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna stay up and read my book for an hour and a half <laughs> till I just fall asleep because I'm tired. Maybe, maybe that's why I liked it because I, when I would be home alone as a teenager, mm, yeah. Um, full disclosure, I grew up upper middle class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we had a really big house that Ooh. you oh, could that's very creepy easily, though. Yeah, you could very easily, and no one believed me when I was a teenager <laughs> saying this shit. But the second I'm stuck living there with my cousin and her husband. And we barely ever crossed paths. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, sometimes we forget you're here. And I'm like, yeah, because someone could literally just hide in this house and you mm-hmm. wouldn't know for a couple of days. Dude, so yeah. whenever I was home alone, I would turn on all the fucking lights in the house. So maybe yeah. um, the long, <clears throat> creepy shots of just the empty house yeah. resonate with me. And maybe that's why I like it to an extent. Yeah, yeah. They, they, that is, that's something. So you have something. Um, and then also there's another thing I wanted to bring up is that like the house was like in perpetual darkness. I feel like before the windows went away. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, is it day or night? I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. and the kids never left the lights on. They would just turn it on and then right back off. I'm like, what the heck are you doing, kid? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they they were a lot braver than I would be. They were so brave. They didn't even get scared. They would like go upstairs when the demons had come upstairs. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. The demon voice was quite creepy sounding. It was. I liked that. Their sound. 
they did well with their sound yeah. and everything like that the mixing everything was very intentional um and i think the final shot of this movie was very creepy where you could just see the silhouette Ooh. of a yeah. person because it could be anybody yeah yeah and that's what that's what made me think it might be the dad mm-hmm. um in my opinion um that's the theory that i thought of yesterday um because he said just like go to sleep um, yeah i don't know it's just like and then sometimes when the dad spoke there were subtitles and then the demon spoke and there were subtitles so i I, I was making like i was grasping at straws to make yeah. that connection but maybe somebody else thought that too i do like because it was a man. theory i do yeah. like that theory and the mom i guess the other lady was like the mom i don't know what's going on with the mother yeah like not around or something because she seemed absent but then suddenly the kids are saying what's going on with mom but then they said like i don't want to talk about mom right now and i was like what is that supposed to mean <laughs> yeah so i don't know uh, but it's supposed to it's definitely 100 percent up for interpretation like something's mm-hmm. up with the family home life because the, he called the mom and she wasn't at home yeah uh, to tell her about the kid getting his head bumped or whatever so something that mm-hmm. already sets like the the um the baseline for like uh they might be divorced or something or separated mm-hmm. yes yeah. Ooh, this is a uh interesting yeah. thing that i um am reading on yeah. wikipedia but i did want to ask you it just slipped my mind until now um okay so mm-hmm. audience response skin and marink received polarized response uh polarized response from audience this is a combination with its viral spread on social media following its festival leak and it drew comparisons to the Blair Witch Project, another horror film that gone garnered word of mouth anticipation and split audience reactions. Hmm. And do you think this could be not our generation? We're fucking old. Uh, yeah. The 2020s equivalent of the Blair Witch Project. The only thing that I thought in the beginning, there is that like a memory thing in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. where like someone died. And then I was like, is this part of the movie or did someone actually die? And this is like mm-hmm. a legit in memory. Did you notice that? I did. I should have looked that up. Look it up and see, because I don't know if they were trying to like amp up the creepiness. Like, oh, somebody died on set because this film is cursed. Just like the Blair Witch Project, they died. And that's what exa- that's immediately what I thought. I was like, oh, like the Blair Witch Project. Interesting. Um, but I don't know. I- would you say this is a found footage movie because the Blair Witch Project is but is this one found footage or is it just shot this way I wouldn't describe it as found footage but I think just given how polarizing both films tend to be okay I do think like the hype too yeah I do think this could be okay the 2020s equivalent of the Blair Witch Project and who knows oh yeah probably and like 30 years we'll revisit this and be like oh no this was fucking brilliant he did an amazing job which i'm saying he did an amazing job already just like we do with the blair witch project where we have learned all these things about the production of the blair witch project and what went into it and how the movie's entirely improv and the actors only got like a vague list of things that were supposed to happen that day or what they wanted to achieve filming wise and they weren't aware of all the ways the directors were planning to scare them so I think then yeah I think in that aspect this is going to be yeah another like, so little cult classic in the horror community where people either love or they hate it 
And yeah. in 20, 30 years, we're going to be like, oh no, this was actually super fucking brilliant. And right. heard, no, I you heard it too. here first, folks. Yeah, you heard it here. We said it first. It's the next Blair Witch. Not yeah. because it's just like the Blair Witch, but because of <laughs> other things. Because of, yeah. Vibes. Vibe. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that that's really apt to say. And um, there hasn't been a movie like this um, that's just been like a word of mouth type mm-hmm. thing that's like social media hyped up and that's it. But yeah. it did hit theaters. It did make a splash and it is really successful. And plenty of people already love it. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, you know what I mean? So, and that's great. Yeah. So that means there's a space for it. And so, yeah, it, it happened and it worked out and it was successful. And the Blair Witch is it now later now that we're looking back on it is a classic so we'll see what happens with this one will it be yeah. a classic a cult classic yeah i'm Maybe excited we'll. to see the lifespan yeah. of this movie for real yeah because it's a very and it's a very interesting name the movie so we're not gonna like forget it you know it's not oh, no like anytime someone even mm-hmm. breathes skin of a rink i start seeing the fucking skin of a rink yeah but so i think that's yeah. all i have to say on this movie yeah, yeah i'm glad I'm we were think. able to put such a positive spin on a movie you oh, didn't yeah. like and that i feel okay about yeah yeah you just you're just okay but no we we rated it highly um i i'm not gonna like go out and do like a one-star review and be like don't watch this like you you need to watch it and see what you think um yeah i think even if you're a person who didn't like this movie, if you're telling people not to watch it, you're dumb. That's shitty, yeah. Because <laughs> I do think this is yeah. such an individual experience type of movie. It is. It really so, is. Um, because there's it. certain movies, there's movies that Sam and I will watch and we'll, we'll legit like be real with you and say, don't, don't do it, don't watch it. <laughs> but this one, this is different because you never know that like, if you start to get freaked out from the beginning, then you know mm-hmm. that it's going to be good for you. Um, and or I, maybe later yeah you never know. I look forward to seeing what uh Kyle Ball does next with his film career if this was his first attempt at a feature film because this was so ambitious and I can't wait to see yeah his future endeavors yeah there's always going to be horror fans that are going to want something like this mm-hmm. and that this is what they've been waiting for something that's new and different and different and fresh yet it's gonna bring up all those um old past traumas that are really gonna freak you out deeply and so that's what people are waiting for I think mm-hmm. you know so yeah excellent I have nothing more to say as well um I think our average rating isn't all yeah that fucked me up so <laughs> um <clears throat> any final thoughts Sam or shall I read the outro I don't I think I've said all I wanted to say Okay, cool. Yeah, I think so too. But go check it out if it's going to hit theaters or what's already hit theaters. So it, it's going to hit streaming though. It will be on check Shutter on February 2nd. Will it be on anything else or just, just Shutter? It is a Shutter exclusive. Well, that means that you should take the time and maybe get a su- Shutter subscription um, and maybe hashtag not them spots. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, hashtag this is not an ad, but <laughs> I know that they were struggling for a uh, some uh, support lately so yeah maybe that'll be nice well good for them they'll have this really crazy movie on there that's really cool okay so pardon me let me clear my throat
Okay. So Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is created or is directed by Sam Odie. Whew, I'm sorry, the Dayquil. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we're not going to talk about what we learned because, well, I guess we can say we learned that everybody should see this once because seriously, it is an individual experience. You never know what might freak you out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, like what you hear, you can find Real Horror Show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pandora. <clears throat> really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. I haven't yet updated the outro, but we're also on Instagram and TikTok, you guys. Definitely look up Real Horror Show that way and you'll find us. Our profile icon is the same on all platforms, so it's going to be hard to miss or confuse us with somebody else. Check us out. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. Want to argue with us about something or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. We love horror and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wishlist. If you feel like buying us something tangible, will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the Buy Us a Coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily, and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. Um, and is there any other pertinent news to share? Not at the moment. Um, no. Yeah. But happy Valentine's Day. Me and Sam are going to have to put our heads together uh, for maybe a new Valentine's Day special. Ooh. We'll see. But in the meantime, keep watching the originals. <laughs> oh shit, we watched all the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. That's what I'm saying. I was just thinking, like, oh, Valentine's Day, that means Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh oh, we watched them all. Oh no. Oh shit. Okay, but anyway, we'll think about it. <laughs> anyway, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off. Bye.